how to have joy when hell is all around you. How do you have joy when hell is all around you? Very interesting topic. Very interesting title. And in order for me to even speak about this, I had to have joy when hell was all around myself. And so I'm coming from a... uh, uh, a a mindset of I have had hell all around me but I have learned to have joy even when I've been going through what I've been going through and how do I do that you know number one you're going to have to be emotionally stable you're going to have to get back to thinking like a kid again do you remember those times when you were actually um, disciplined and um, you got a whooping And uh, they told you to go to your room because you were being disobedient or maybe they didn't even give you a whooping. They just took away some privileges. They took away uh, your your TV, your phone privileges. You couldn't go out a certain time past this time. You can't go over your friend's house. You can't do this. You remember those times when you were disciplined, you were mad, you were upset. And it felt like hell was going all around you then. Like, man, I can't believe my mom or my dad is going to take away my privileges to do this. They know I love to do that. And you start having a little hissy fit and start kicking the door. Because I know that this is me. I'm actually speaking from my my own um, experience here. Kicking doors and making holes in the wall and, you know, writing on the walls and, you know, just doing things rebelliously and, as a result, you find yourself kind of like at a at an all time emotional wreck. And so why why do I say you have to be emotionally stable? Because if things happen to you as a child, you remember the times when you got a whooping and everything and you got discipline the next day, you you basically just continued to live like it wasn't like harping over you over and over again as a child you got over it pretty quick I don't know about you but I got over some things really quick like it wasn't where I was just in a dungeon and they just said hey it's time to eat and slide the food under the door I actually was able to go back and live a fresh a fresh new day the next day you gotta be emotionally stable this is a life where things are not gonna be so easy and so with that being said, we need to make sure that we keep our our hearts and our minds right, you know, because if you think properly, it'll allow you to stay stable. If you're not emotionally stable right now, then find out how to um, how to get around more people like that are already emotionally stable when things when hell breaks around you like you can have a death in the family one day then you can have a time when your car gets stolen or your car gets towed or um you get a, a speeding ticket at this all in the same day this all can happen in the same day um then you get called to the you get called to your child's school because your child is acting up or your child is sick now you have to take off days from work You know, and so there are many different things that can happen. Your health deteriorates. The doctor tells you you have cancer or um, you're still grieving a loss, you know, from last year. You know, around this time of the year, somebody died in your family. 
these are all things that it just seems like everything's just going haywire in my life. I can't really get a grasp on everything. And it seems like once I actually start getting a little bit of a grasp, then things just kind of like they turn haywire again. You got to have an emotional stable stability about yourself so that you're prepared for things like that. Expect the fact that there are going to be hard times in your life. Expect it. Don't just live your life just how hunky-dory and like, I'm going to act as if nothing is going to happen. No, things will happen because this is life. We have a, a birth date and we have an end date. We have a death date, I should say. We ha- and it's the dash in between that we're living right now. And so you got to be emotionally stable that's number one. When 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 you gotta, if you want to have joy, when hell is all around you, number one, you gotta be emotionally stable. That's number one. Number two, this actually goes along with number one, because I mentioned the example of, you know, remember when you were disciplined as a child, and the next day you just continued to live as if you know the previous, you knew the previous day happened, but it was a fresh, brand new start. It wasn't like it was just held over you. You just starting over fresh the next day, like, oh, okay, I'm a kid again, you know. I'm in the second grade, third grade, fifth grade, whatever, and I'm going to just continue to live my life. And so we're going to have to do the same thing with number two. Take you out of the picture. This is number two. Take you out of the picture. Consider disciplining a child. Consider you not as a child, but now consider yourself as the person that's disciplining the child. What is the purpose? Why are you disciplining your child? You want to correct them, right? You want to actually, the purpose in discipline a a child is to correct their habits, their behaviors, their thought process, their attitude, their mindsets. You just don't correct them just to be correcting them. You just don't give them a whooping or a spanking just because. You just don't take away privileges because you want to take away privileges. You want to do that because you want to correct their behaviors and what they did to how they got to that point. They made straight A's all the way up until now. Now they start hanging around friends or or um, people that are not uh, positive in their life. Now their grades are slipping. So you take away the cell phone. They get upset, um, you know, but they they actually start bringing the grades back up. Now they get the phone back. Privileges are back. Wow. So it could be the thing of you understanding why are you disciplining a child? You, you actually are doing it to correct them. That is what God does to us. He's allowing hell to happen all around you on purpose for his purpose. Wow. God is allowing hell to happen sometimes in your life all around you for his purpose, own purpose. So you want to have joy when hell all is hell is all around you? Understand that God is actually in this. He's actually allowing the hell to happen around you. Sometimes it's a test. God is testing you for a future blessing in your life. Are you going to pass the test? Are you going to retake that test, you know, over and over again? God will not allow you to move forward until you pass that test. So, I mean, I I hope that this is blessing you because this is actually blessing me. I actually am thinking about some things in my life where I know I have had to retake that test over and over again. God was trying to correct me, correct me, correct me. I never got the correction, so I stayed in that test. 
I kept going over and over again in the same realm, the same uh, it seemed like I was going through Deja Vu or that movie called Groundhog Day where he wakes up and it's the same thing happening every single day. That's what I felt like I was going through at one point in my life. And so you do not want to go there. <laughs> I'm actually helping you before you continue to retake that test over and over again. You're trying to move to the next level. You're going to have to do some things different. So you're going to have to pass that test that God has already had. He's going, he has right now. It's on play right now. The test is not on pause. Never. The test is never on pause. It's always going to be in live and in color right now in action. Something right now you are being tested for. And God allows that hell to happen around you on purpose for his purpose. Can you have joy in that situation? Can you have joy when a loved one dies? You should. If you know that if you know that absent from the body means present with the Lord, if that person placed their faith into Jesus Christ, you don't have no reason to be worrying. There is it's okay to cry. It's okay to, you know, mourn the death of a loved one. But we don't just need to be sulking and 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 continually just, you know, man, I really you know, you really got to you got to live your life. You have to move forward. And that's a hard thing for some people to do is to move forward. But it'll be a, a thing where you are allowing yourself to have joy in spite of what's going on around you. So, number one, just be emotionally stable. But number two, take you out of the picture and realize that God is actually in control of that whole thing. Know that he's allowing things to happen around you because he's actually allowing uh, his purpose to be manifested in your life and its own purpose for his purpose. It may not be where the hell around you is removed, you know, almost like, uh, you know, Paul talks about uh, if you could remove this thorn from my flesh in the Bible, he talks about that. And it doesn't uh, necessarily tell us the details on what that thorn was. But even if it was physical, if it was a physical ailment, you know, God doesn't necessarily take that thorn out of your flesh. If it's actually something mentally where it's a thorn in you, you know, God doesn't necessarily actually always take that thorn out. Like, so what I'm talking about right now is what you can control is how you deal with what you're dealing with, the joy that you have. And and so God might not take that thorn out of your flesh, but he will allow you to have joy in that thing. When you're going through what you don't going through, I like what Eric Thomas says. I can, I will, I must. I can, will, I can get over it. I will get over it. I must get over this. This is just a speed bump on where my final destination is. And once I get to the final destination, just know that that was just the first final destination. Know that you're continuing on in this journey of life. So number one is I'm going to be emotionally stable if I'm going to try to have joy when hell is all around me number two i'm gonna take me out of the picture and realize that god is at work number three i'm going to seek god first for clarity and understanding and purpose let me repeat that number three um, if i'm gonna have joy when hell is going on all around me i'm gonna have to seek god first for clarity understanding 
and purpose. There's going to be some times when you need to get on your knees. This morning, did you wake up and did you just go up and um, brush your teeth and wash your face and get out the door and forget to give God the, the glory and the thanks? Shame on you. You should be on your knees right now or uh, you should start doing this. First thing is get on your knees and say, Lord, thank you for another day. Wasn't promised. Thank you. Realize that you are in preparation for a breakthrough. Setback is a setup for a comeback. I know you done heard that before. A setback is a setup for a comeback. If you're going through hell right now, know that you're being set up for a comeback. It's just a setback. It's a temporary thing that's happening. And you have to realize that there is a purpose in it. But understand this. You ain't going to always understand why you're going through what you're going through. God will reveal some things to you in bits and pieces. He may not give it all to you all at once. And so thank you, uh, Holy Spirit. But it just reminds me that my, my father died at age 14 in my life. It was July 6, 1998. My dad died. And it was a hard time because, man, um, yeah, it was hard because, you know, that's your father, your earthly father. You actually want to see him as you grow older. You want to have the guidance. You want to have somebody to ask those questions from. But the Lord allowed that to happen on purpose for his purpose and that's something that I had to realize when hell was going on all around me in my life that felt like hell it felt like wow it felt like I had something taken from me and it was hard dealing with that time in my life but I got through it and it allowed me to be a better man, a, be- a better person, a better individual. It allowed me to be motivated and encouraged and, and make sure that like if any kind of uh, hard times came my way, I already had a hard time. I overcame that. I overcame the death of my father because I knew that he placed his faith in Jesus Christ. So if I knew that I had a newness about the whole mindset of why did my why did God take my my earthly father? Uh, so early, I had a different perspective as I got older. I started realizing, okay, well, I see why God did this. He allowed me to grow uh, this this way so I wouldn't have to lean and depend on what I had at home and my earthly father. Now I can lean upon him. I can lean upon God. And the people that God even surrounded me around were godly men. People at my church and the pastors that I've been under. I've been able to learn a lot. I've been able to develop myself. And that's what it is all about. So how to have joy when hell is all around you. Number one, be emotionally stable. Number two, take yourself out the picture. Realize God is at work. Number three, seek God first for clarity, understanding, and purpose. Meditate. Give him his time to tell you what he wants you to do next. God bless you and be encouraged. Thank you again to all my new listeners.